Hey, what's going on? Welcome to Angular Air. I am your host, Justin Schwarzenberger. And on today's episode, we are going to be talking about dry forms. Who knows what they are? We're going to find out. So uh, it should be pretty exciting as usual. Let's say hi to our panelists, and then we'll say hi to our guest. Joining us today, we've got Alyssa Nichol. Alyssa, how's it going? Hey, everyone. Glad to be here. Awesome. And Bonnie Brennan is with us. Bonnie, what's going on? Whole lot of nada. How are you? I am doing swell, as usual. <laughs> I'm excited. Who's who? Who do we have today? Ooh, we, see, we I don't give. I'm getting better because I don't I, like. I ask you and let you say instead of saying I'm so excited to have our guest. Who is it? Yeah, you're right. You didn't reveal it. You know, I I could probably get a little better at that. I could probably introduce you as the last panelist. So in case you do reveal the guest, then it like leads right into it. That's perfect. Just in case I'm excited about because yeah, because I am today. So. Well, you want to reveal it? Can I? Sure. Okay, my friend, Sonder, but I still can't say his last name. A Elias. E but I, I just know him as Sonder. Elias. Everybody knows Sonder. I mean, I feel like everybody. I, I love Sonder. Sonder. And, and just a footnote, he's all of our friends. Yes. Yeah. Sorry. Yes. Sonder, how's it going? It's going, uh, it's going well. It's quite busy prepare, preparing myself for... for speaking on ng-conf and stuff like that. You're such so. a jet setter. <laughs> I really think Sonder is genuinely one of the nicest people in the Angular community. Oh, thank you. Don't let it go to your head, Sonder. Oh, too late. It's, it's, done, it's done now. Yeah. yeah, but then but I was saying earlier, you and Uri Shaked have a, something in common because sometimes you guys do presentations and like the first half of your talk, I think you're a little crazy. And then the second half of the talk, it all starts to come together and it's like wicked cool. I love it. Love it. So I'm really excited to see dry what's up what's up with the dry forms? Well Are they I, wet? Yeah, pretty pretty wet. <laughs> Actually the, the forms in Angular are pretty repetitive. Repetitive? Whatever. Repetitive. Re repetitive, that's the word. Yeah. I can type it a gazillion times without No, that's not true. Um <laughs> I'm That's from Texas. It. I can tell you how to pronounce anything. <laughs> really? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> trying to do a Texas accent. Oh, please <laughs> keep that going. Sanders said, Y'all come back now. You hear? Yeah. No. No, that I'm, was I'm wonderful. So, dry is do not repeat, right? Yourself. Yeah. That's it. And I'm getting my notes on front so I. And I'm curious, does dry have anything to do with reactive? Well, um, the reactive forms in Angular are the worst offenders of it. The, wait, the, you're saying reactive forms are not dry? Uh, do you think they're dry? <laughs> I'm very confused. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't know they were not dry. <laughs> they, they are so not, not, not dry. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm excited to see what you have for us then. Okay. Um, Justin, can you show my screen? I've prepared a little form, which is really a little, little form. All right. Switch, switch to my screen, screen, screen thingy. Got it. I think we're good. It's on there. Ah, it's on this there. This was confusing yeah. for me in the pre-show because Sonder was in, in our chat twice. And I was like, wait, wait, what's going on? So yeah. you can see Sonder in his face and his screen at the same time, which is very unusual. And I have to say, I'm quite impressed. I know you haven't started yet, but. 
Yeah, How I'm impressed right? already. This is going to be cool. I, I prepared a little for, a little form. Uh, we li all like our forms to be immutable. So if you save a form, and I will show the code later on, it does nothing apparently. Well, I prepared the same form three times. One as an observable form, something you don't know yet. One as an ng model, and one as a reactor form. It's all the same form. It's all the same functionality. It takes in an, an JSON-like object. Um, it puts it on the screen, and there is a save and a cancel button. And I think I killed this one. Okay, so the, the ng model one, that's like the template-driven forms one, and then the reactive form one is the reactive form ones, the two different ways that we can do forms in Angular. Is that correct? That's correct. And you, uh, from this, you can see I have a third one that, it, that I called observable forms because I think the reactive forms are not really reactive. So I now switched my screen that to... That is scandalous. Scandalous? Really? Are you prepared to stand by that controversial statement? Yes. I got to see this. <laughs> <laughs> well, I switched to a little bit of code here. This is the code for the for the template-driven form. Um, on the left side is the, the controller. On the right side is the template. This isn't so, so really bad. Uh, but I don't think it's really dry, because I have here the ng model. And I have to put in there an object. And I have to tell it, hey, it is, it is his name. By the way, I didn't really notice this for the long time, but you really, really need to have a name attribute on a uh, on the template. Otherwise, the thing won't work. So you have to put in name and the, and the property there too, like twice. Um, I don't really understand why that's needed. I think isn't that name then used as the property on the JSON object that the form saves out? Uh, no, I don't think so. But I I'm not entirely sure. But I'm putting in an ng model. In the ng model, I'm already saying, "Hey, use this person's mass," and then I need to do name is, and I have to give it a name, which is a kind of double to me but this is the least offender because it, it gets worse if you if i go to the you see this is a little bit of code it's not too much um do you want me to go over it i have a let's switch to um... you want to stick are you talking about going over the code on the left or going over the code on the right yeah I will the code go on the right i think looks pretty self-explanatory yeah, the code on the left is just uh, a simple class. There is a person which holds person property that holds the person. Um, I have another one, edit person, because I want to have an immutable form. I cannot use the same because the ng model will modify whatever I put in there, which is not really immutable. Sorry, I just noticed that my cursor on the screen is going way slower. So I need to adapt a bit. 
Um, then I have an observable that basically just uses uses an API to retrieve uh, a person, a random person. So every time I reload the form, I don't look at the same data. That is a little bit the boring part. Um, I like it. So this is like an edit form then, right? Where you, when you go to the form, it's, it's pre-populated with some data. Um, yes. And you want to get that into these form fields. And that's what this backing person uh, object is, is, is provide that data for your form fields. Yes, that's exactly what it is. But as I said, I want to have it immutable. So I have to, uh, in here, I copy the person. I do that in this part of the code. Uh, you see, I I use, how um, it's called with dots. From the strict. Uh, uh, the spread operator? <laughs> yeah, the spread operator to duplicate, to make a swallow copy of the of the person so I don't overwrite my original person. Mm -hmm. Then when I'm going to save, I only want to save what's changed. I don't know if you recall, I made a change and it only showed the field I changed. Why do I want a behavior like that? Well, um, if you're working with servers, um, you probably only want to save the changes back to the backend and not all of the data. That helps a lot if you have multiple persons mutating the same data. The the chance on collisions goes down considerably. So you're saying that's what the share replay method does? Or wait. A share replay? Oh, the share replay. Uh, basically, that is a small buffer so that it doesn't go out to the network anymore once the result is in. Uh, okay. And even if I do multiple subscribes to it, it's a bit, a bit of overkill here. Um, it's a leftover, I think, from something I had earlier on. I had so, way, so I had way saying, more of code. You're saying that what you're doing right now is not dry, as far this, as this form goes. This is. Uh, I think this is not the driest way that is possible. But we will come to that. So then, the idea here then is that. Uh, you're storing the original state of the person inside of the um, component so that you're able to compare that as the person changes the data to yes. see which fields have changed. I, I'm, right? I'm, I'm storing the person in the, in the property person and at the edit editable one, I'm storing that in edit person. So I have two copies of the same thing, one to be modified and on the end in the do save, I just traverse it and get the changes out. Cool. It's not that much code. I will make it available after the show. Um, let's go to reactive components. The same form. If you look on the right, you see that the, the template is a little bit more clean. There is a little bit more, little less crap there. There is no more name because that's not required anymore. There is still form controller name. I still think that's a little bit silly. Why should I should you rename the name property to form controller name? I don't like typing that much. But that might be just me. But now you see that the code on the left has grown. It's basically the same 
person and here I call it person form group. I need a form group to do to use uh, to use reactive forms. I have the same observable that loads the data. And then I load it inside my form group. I created a little helper. Load form group that takes the JSON data and puts it inside a form. And here is my issue with um, with reactive forms. I have to define all those names here as a kind of a magic string, and that's attached to the form controller name. If I make make a typo there somewhere, the compiler will start complaining and yeah, I don't know about you, but that happens to me every time that I work with this form because I cannot type. Yeah, so it's essentially what you've done here in, in this version is you've, you, you're no longer able to really use that person object that you created and populated with data. Now you have another object on top of it, which is this form builder class and, and what it represents to now push the data into there. So now you've got this extra complexity, right? Yeah, there is frankly some more complexity here then the rest is basically just the same um as the template uh, template form i get the content out of the the form group which is simply as that and then i extract the changes out again i think we can do better than this i, I have a question for you really quick on that yeah um so, you know, one thing we hear a lot about is that, okay, well, you know, reactive forms could potentially provide us the ability to uh, get some benefits out of unit testing, right? Say we could test our, our form better, maybe with this form group and stuff like that. Um, but as I kind of look at this and I think back on, on the other one that you just did with the, with the template driven forms and you have a person object, you still kind of have a, the original person object data and the changed person object data in the template driven form. So to me, it feels like you could still test that as well. Um, yes. So it, yeah, it's really I, I don't think there is a big aid in testing in this kind of forms. And testing the template of a form um, in a unit test is, I think, a big no-no to me. You can, uh, if there is something very special going on in there, you should put in a couple of end-to-end of, end -end tests. But unit tests on a form, what are you going to test? Right. I think. Well, I think like in this scenario, you could test the the comparison logic for the original versus changed, you know, and stuff like that. So, but again, based on what you've designed in these two forms, I can see that you could test that same logic in the template one as well as the reactive one. So it's not necessarily that you're getting any win out of the reactive sort of thing. No, it, it's just more code in the controller for a little bit less code in the in the template. And to be honest, I prefer the declarative, so the template one. Now let's go to observable forms. That's a smaller class there. I, I'm, I think I just go silent for a little while now. <laughs> <laughs> just let the code speak for itself, right? Yeah. Okay, the, so we got a lot less here. That's the idea. I was talking about drive forms. And I have been playing with this for, for quite a while already. And 
yeah, I don't think we need all this crap that is going into the normal angular forms. If you see, if you look in here, there is way less code in the controller and there is also less code in the template. So when, I, when I look at this template, I see just your normal HTML form stuff. I'm not really seeing a whole lot of angular binding stuff in the, in the form field. Yeah, oh. because Reactive Forms handles a lot more stuff like like uh, validation and, and stuff like that. And conditional validation, there's, there's a lot of like really nice stuff. So does this cover that? Or is are you saying yes. like there's still a benefit to Reactive Forms depending on what you're doing with it? But if well, you don't have all the validation rules and all that kind of crazy stuff, then this might be just a, a smaller, easier I, way. Yeah, and also what I'm saying is use the platform because there is a shitload of validation for, uh, stuff already in HTML, which is well-tested, documented, accessible, whatever, it just works. And then people come to me, yeah, but you cannot put in custom error messages. Uh, yes, you can. Yeah, but you cannot put in um, uh, a custom validation because I need to do, um, yeah. You can, in standard HTML, you can all do all of those things. Hey, Sander, we have some questions in the uh, chat. Oh, I think, uh, Justin, you want to get them? Yeah, my guess is that you'll probably cover this. But um, you know, obviously, kind of our eye go eyes go to the observable uh, and the uh, fill form inside of the template. In one you know, line, line one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's why the magic happens. And I will show a lot of lot more of this in uh, in my ng-conf talk, but uh, in here I just don't tease us, Sonder. Yeah, I tease you. Okay, That's so this is wrong. So this is just like, oh yeah, if you want to see the rest, you got to go to ng-conf. That's just wrong. You can't do that. <laughs> I'm, okay, I'm... so so what's the concept here? Like, what are we trying to drive for? Obviously, we're trying to do dry, right? We're trying to reduce this code and this this footprint that we have both in our class and in our template. Um, and and how is it that we're going about doing this with these observables? Yes, actually, this is a fully observable form. Um, if you look at my uh, to save, that is really a lot simpler than before because it just outputs what I need. I only outputs the changes. Uh, but there is a lot, there is more to this. Uh, if I really want to wrap into it, I can use a, a special decorator and pull out an observable, a real observable that uh, will next on every, on every keystroke with all the data that's in the form, with all the changed data that is in the form, I have to say. And if I switch back to the, this one, if I change, for example, the date, and I put in a save, you see now I have a correct date in there. And if I change a name and I put in save, it will set back just the hair color, the date. That are the two fields I changed. I merged in the ID in the, in the do save. Oh, and now I think, oh, I made a, I made a mistake. So I push, push cancel. And everything is is back to where it was before. If I go to the show model, well, the save functionality is is the same. If I do this and I push save, 
my mouse button is sticking. So that's what's going on. You see here, I have the hair color. That's what I changed. Oh, I made a mistake, cancel. Oh, crap. <laughs> the thing is, if I use a, a template-driven form or a reactive form, this is the default functionality. If I just do a HTML cancel, it wipes out everything that's in the form, which is what it is designed to do, but not what a user might expect. I love it when I fill out a form and then I hit the wrong button and the whole form resets. I just love that. It makes me, uh, okay. <laughs> it makes me uh, I, I will build in that, that functionality. So if it sniffs just you, it will do that for you. It makes me say all the cuss words. <laughs> okay, so yeah, but this is the default functionality from template model. The default functionality for my, for my thing, if I press cancel, okay, it cancels. It goes back to where it was before. If I save, there is no change. If I, there I go again, there is one change. That is pretty clean. It is pretty clean. Also, perhaps you did notice, um, dates are working here. If I put in a new date, I get out a real date. If you look here, I don't know, let's refresh this one. But The date is off here because um, template it's those driven. Europeans. Yeah, the date is in the in the, the European form. Yes, because I'm on a European system in a European browser, <laughs> and just put everything in the right order. Wait, that doesn't have You're anything crazy to do with it. Are you blaming the European date for something, Bonnie? <laughs> yes, yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so can we touch but, real quick back on the the cancel and the clear out um, that concept, right? Like, that you're bringing up of of uh, the template driven forms and reactive driven forms, that default behavior of just resetting the form. Um, we could certainly go in and add code to handle that scenario and pre repopulate it with our you know initial data object that we're editing. Um, but we have to do that. You know, to, to do that. And, and typically, if we're thinking about it, if we have an edit form and we're editing an, an object, it would be nice to reset that form back to whatever the initial binded data is. And so that's what you're kind of covering here is that that this implementation that is, that have is solving that scenario so that we don't now have to do it every time we create a new form. Exactly. I already solved that issue. What I also solved is uh, it knows how to handle a date. A JavaScript date, it, it just handles it. And it, if you put in a date, it uses a date and handles it like a date. If you put in a number, it knows how to handle a number. You, I'm getting out also out a real number, which is um, not always happening in template forms. You need to do some data massaging beforehand. And I think that's a little bit uh, stupid because, yeah, well, let's go back to the code I can show you. Tell us how you really feel, Sunder. So, okay, uh, can you, this is, so this is the first one that we're looking at, or this is the last one. This is the observable one. This is the observable one. You see, if I'm making a, a form, um, there are things like, hey, I'm putting in text, I'm putting in number, and I'm putting in date, and I'm just putting in 
update. And I think the framework should be smart enough to know, hey, they're asking for a date. So probably it will be a date and not a string or something else or a date could do a string that is year, month, date. And then you have to convert it on beforehand and afterwards. Well, I do like that because it's you're saying you're basically you're just taking advantage of the of the functionality that's there without writing any code at all if you yeah. do it in this way. But what yeah. can you show us again? Uh, what where's that cancel button? It's just a reset. Oh, because oh, it's button. on the end yeah. of the line. Because it's on the end of line thirty one, yeah. so that's why it's going off the edge of the screen. I'm just using the platform. Button type reset that is, is canceled. That is pretty nice, actually, because that's about the simplest cancel button I've ever seen. It is simple, too, with reactive forms, but I think that might be even simpler. I hate to say that because I do love reactive forms. This is the reactive form, and it also has a cancel button. which And it's works. just a reset. Yeah, it's just doing the reset. Yeah, it's... See, I would, I would actually probably handle that reset in uh, in the TypeScript because I just forget that it's that I can just do a button type reset because I don't think I've done that in a while. I forgot. It's so simple. <laughs> yeah, but what Sanders is saying, right, is that that reset functionality auto bound up inside of the reactive form is actually clearing all the field data. Is that correct? Yep. No. So that's something actually, we that's... don't want, <laughs> right? Like, generally speaking. Yeah. Right, like Most in this scenario, right? Because we're we're in an edit form. So if a user goes to edit this piece of data, they have the form filled out with that data. And if they make some changes and then want to reset it, they, they want the form to go back to the same data that was initially loaded. Right, not, not an atomic bomb to nuke the whole one, right? form. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but the same goes for a new form. If you are doing a new form, um, that's basically just uh, an existing form with empty data which can have have default data because uh, a date will probably be the date of today and stuff like that. Okay, we have more that's, questions. That's another good subtle point though. I wanna make sure that's clear. Like if you have that initial new form and you wanna have a, some default value in a field and you hit reset, it clears that field, but you would really want the reset to go back to that default value for the drop down or something like that, right? Exactly. And you can program all that and code all that, but like Sandra, like you're saying, is like it'd be nice to have the the stuff just automatically do it for you because the knowledge is there in, in the code base for it to be able to figure those things out. Yeah, I think use the platform, use what there is already in HTML. Uh, HTML5 has an elaborate set of form helpers. It also has, um, I, I don't know, did you notice that if I, there is a, a little green bulb there and that probably means that, oh, huh? there, is, there is something Adorable. wrong there. Well, you are live streaming. It's kind of a requirement for something to go wrong when you live stream. I think that's like, no, the, the form is reporting to you that it's required maybe and you don't have something in there. Yeah. 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 Poggle, so Poggle the lesser. And if I save, I, I just get a nice, if I That's try cute. to save. Okay, Constantine has a lot of really good questions. Um, and actually, Sarun had one, I think, earlier that, that went by, because I'm not sure about the observable and the fill form um, directives up at the top of the HTML file. And also, Constantine was asking about um, like doing hiding and showing like uh, conditional validation or conditional required fields. And also, um, does this have this? 
you can just use Angular and use ng-if or just hide fields. There, there are, there is, it's still Angular. You can use what you are using before. It's, uh, those things are also not handled in a template-driven form or in reactor forms. You have to do the same thing there. So can you go back to the code for that real quick? Please. Yeah, okay. it, it, it has a little bit of lag. Here is the code from the simple forms. So then are, are you using the name uh, field, the name um, property to bind it up to, to tell your form what field in the person object it should map to? I shall uh, person. And why use name over like type? Because name is the standard uh, thing HTML used to give a input a name. This is default HTML. Oh, I just meant because earlier you said that for each, um, you were talking about how you were using the name to know like if it should be a string or not. But wouldn't it be better to use type to know what the type of the in should, input should be for validation? Maybe I misunderstood that. Sorry. <laughs> you, yeah, you basically HTML has a quite a few uh, different kinds of inputs, like input uh, type is text and type is number. Right. And they come preloaded with some uh, functionality and type is date, type is password, and so on. Uh, there is nothing to validate there because it will just behave as a number or as a date or as a color even. So you're not adding anything on top of that, like in your JavaScript? No. OK, gotcha. No, it, it's just what HTML provides. I understand. Uh, and you have to do the same thing for the other forms. I thought you it, were saying like you were using the name to somehow do some behind the scenes yeah, validation uh, I'm in using, JavaScript. I'm using the name to do the binding. Here, I, uh, I, pulled okay. up, I pulled up my person interface. And there is a name, and a height, and a mass, and a hair color, and you see name, eye color, hair color. And does this support then like nested uh, objects within our person object? If we had like jobs and then an, an array of job objects inside of there, would um, we do stuff like that? Like with a form array kind of concept and things like that? Not yet. I still have to build that part. OK. <laughs> Because and then how is the is it does it have support for like that films and species those arrays those string arrays yeah it know how to bind that yeah it knows how to bind that okay cool you could just go ahead and build it for us real quick right now while we watch <laughs> well building support for uh, for sub uh, sub objects needs a little bit more uh, tweaking because you're basically going to an uh, embed a form inside a form and it's not that Bonnie, difficult. I thought you weren't going to heckle today. <laughs> <laughs> no, he said I could heckle. We we specifically covered that in the pre-show. I got permission for heckling. And I love I, Sonder, so I only heckle the guests that I really love, Sonder. So don't worry. It's cool. I'm I'm not worried. <laughs> if Austin and Brocky were here, they would definitely be heckling. So I have mm -hmm. to do my part. Uh, I, but I'm can worried. I, because I don't understand this fill form thing and the observable on line one. Yeah, basically, I, I thought you have two separate tasks for a form. 
one task is filling the form with the data, which is what the fill form directive takes care of. Basically, it takes a, a JSON piece and uh, puts it Did in. Did you write that directive, or has it been here yes. the whole time and I just never knew it? No, I've written it. Can we see it? Can we um, see the secret magic? Show us, show us. Ooh, there it is. It is a, it is a little bit of code here. Oh. It's not that much, by the way. Oh, I'm probably scrolling too fast for. So talk us through fill form, like its main objective. The main objective is take, uh, take an object, um, traverse the form and find the forms with the, uh, the names and put in the data. It does a little bit more because it uh, uh, knows, hey, this is a number, so it converts, it makes sure there are numbers goes in. If it's a date, it will make sure a date goes in and stuff like that. It will take uh, things like a radio button, which is basically an input with three times the same name. Uh, so it, it handles that stuff. So if somebody loves this um, and they don't want to write that directive, it's going to be you're going to put it on GitHub and they can just like copy your directive and use it. Because I think the, the functionality is good, but that's a, that's a lot on the directive. So we don't want to recreate the wheel that you've already created. No, can we I have will. it? Yeah, you can have it. Um... Asking for a friend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it will be available. I still need to polish it up a little bit more because it's still a little bit rough. Uh, and I will release the observable forms, um, I think, the, the, the second week of May, approximately. The second week of May? <laughs> That's awesome. That is literally the best. Patience. Hey, that's, that's a good target date. I mean, that's it's a clear date, right? I know, yeah. It's very Such a tease. That's just, <laughs> oh, we have to win. Don't you know we need instant gratification, Sonder? Second I know. You're killing me. <laughs> I know. Okay, so then. Uh, you, you started heckling, so you asked for it. Only because I love you. <laughs> okay, so the fill form is just binding up the, or not. It's not binding, is it? Is it just setting the data on those form fields? Yeah. It's just putting in the... Uh, the, uh, oh. the other one is the observable. What the observable does is what you would expect. It, it inspects the form and creates an observable out of each input in there. So I have a object of full of observables, and I can observe any field in there which is uh, just a normal observable. And there is also an observable wrapping all those observables so we can observe the observables in the in an observable <laughs> way. Which you sound like Hans with his schematics. So easy. <laughs> well, an the thing is- observable wrapping an observable. Yeah. I, I have another form, which I actually w didn't really want to show, but I'm going to show it anyway. Here's something. I didn't put in any typing here, so that's probably why I didn't want to show it.
So this is allowing you what to get a handle to that observable from that form that you yeah created? this goes in into the template no not into the template but it it fetches the uh, the form data observable from the observ from this observable thingy. Yeah, you know, if you come on Angular Air without types, we're going to judge you. Look at that observable any. Man, is this? you are just is it? down no, today. Isn't that technically no, I'm just joking. I'm some joking. type, because couldn't you just like leave it off completely? Yeah, <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. No, we love you, Sondra. We, we need to offset this with a bunch more love here. We need to fire off a, a lot of love here for the end of the episode. <laughs> you, see why mute, you see why Mike mutes me. Does Mike mute you? He How does. does he does mute me. <laughs> so rude. Okay, so then with this, then we're able to get a hold of that observable, and then we can react to those data changes uh, yep. off that form. And I just killed something. Yeah, basically what it gives you is an observable that you can uh, subscribe to, and um, I'm doing it here, form sub, and I'm just counting the number of fill uh filled fields or fields filled properties and i'm putting that back i'm not sure i can show this thing right now i don't know if i have it compiled i'm pretty sure i haven't um. I don't have it available. The, the thing is, this is an, it's another way of working with, with forms. And that's what I wanted to show because uh, I think the existing ones basically suck. You have to do everything over and over and over again. You okay, crack so, me up, so I've, I've got to ask because yeah. it, a lot of the stuff, it kind of feels like it's, uh, under the hood, it's doing kind of the same stuff that the template forms and reactive forms are doing, but it's got this different API on top of it, right? Like you reestablish this, this new, cleaner, more dry API on top of it, still doing the same kind of conceptual plumbing underneath. It, it stakes a form. A form is just a bunch of fields you want to, where you want to get your data out. So it's the same concept, but um, I don't like building forms. So if I have to write way less code, that is a better way to build forms in my eyes. It just feels like you're you're building less markup on the trade-off to build more functionality that already exists somewhere else. Maybe I'm totally missing it. I just no, I feel like no. <laughs> I don't know. I don't understand, Sander. I don't get it. What I do is uh, I create uh, reusable helpers that take out the, re the the things you have to do over and over and over again and just fix them once and for all so i don't have to um for example the cancel button that's something you have to do over and over and over again and now i don't anymore i just don't have to think about it i just put in a cancel button and it works and it is stuff like that like um if you ever use that date in a form you remember what you have to do then. You have to tr uh, transfer the date to a string and then you can put it in a date. And when it's done, you have to do the reverse and put it back into a, a date object. 
in here you just put in a date object and it handles it and because the browser knows in what uh in what country you are it will make sure it shows it in your format if you open this thing in your browser in in with english settings it will use the english settings for date so i don't have to think about stuff like that it just works and that's something i and that's what i mean by dry you don't have to code stuff over and over again and you don't have to put in names and stuff twice or three times even just to get things out that's yeah i guess another thing would be like would it have been possible or did you go down that road of like utilizing the existing plumbing of template forms or reactive forms and then just focusing on directives and things that that could be implemented in the markup and maybe in the the component in an, a more dry way right rather than writing all the actual underlying observables and all that stuff would it be possible to just leverage angular's guts of of the things right form controls and things like that no <laughs> just no <laughs> wow. believe me i i i have looked at it but um I think I I written uh, uh, two hundred lines of codes to make this this possible. Um, have you looked in the form into any of the forms module from Angular? Yeah, I have, and I I understand what you're talking about. The challenge of trying to say, okay, can I extend that in some way? Can I make you know type of an advancement on top of it and leverage the power of it? And uh, yeah, yeah, but I don't think there is that much added power. I, I really don't see it. Um, the only thing I, I'm, I'm considering is using the, the validators. Because I can hook, the, hook up the existing validators to this system. I haven't done that yet because, yeah, it's just me and uh, I'm doing it in my sparse spare time. So, uh, but that is possible. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that because like these validators are these isolated type of function checks that that run, and you're passing it a form control object. You know, it's looking for certain things, so so it really could kind of wrap that into a leverage of of using it like in this thing. I could see that. Yeah, yeah. But then I looked, and yeah, but what are really the the added value validators in Angular that are not already in HTML? And then I go. Basically, yeah, I draw a blank because there is a min length, there is a max length, there is a min, there is a max, there is a pattern, there there is a required length, uh, required. Well, that covers most of the use cases. And pattern is there a pattern one? I think there's a pattern one too. Yeah. 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 yeah there is a pattern. All validators that that Angular provides out of the box are similar to what we can get out of HTML. What What about a uh, like legacy browser support or anything like that? Maybe something along those lines or a browser that doesn't support those HTML5? I, I think those forms will support more browsers than... Wait, are you talking about browsers that don't talk HTML5? Or maybe the validate, maybe they don't have the... Can you show me one? I don't know. I'm, at, I'm asking. <laughs> Maybe there's Basically, not. Maybe we don't have to worry about it. But is no, that, that is not something you have to worry about. Um, this thing will work wherever Angular works. 
Um, so basically, Internet Explorer 11 and up. Um, I must be honest, I didn't test on Internet Explorer. I think nobody does anymore. And if they do, I'm sorry for you. Sorry. I mean, I just have painful flashbacks to the days where there'd be like random BRs put into markup by some browser, but not other browsers. So, you know, I don't, I'm just always defensive. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is that that's not the case anymore. And I'm only using HTML5, which is supported by all major browsers for over a decade. This is in the forms area, there is not that much new. The handling of errors and the handling of validations got improved. So it's now possible to put in your own error messages if you really want to. You don't need to because the, the, the default ones in the browser are pretty decent. But if you say, hey, I don't like it. Now you can use some CSS and that's what I showed because the form, uh, all of the layout is, is just pure CSS. If you look at the code, there is nothing there. If you look at the code, there is nothing there that's remotely saying anything about formatting. There are no added diffs for making it a nice table. There is no edit anything. It's just plain CSS used to display the, the color. Everything is just CSS. I reuse the same CSS for all forms, by the way. It's one and the same thing. So, yeah, yeah. One thing that's good that this illustrates is that, you know, I think we, we look a lot of times and we go, okay, well, Angular provides this form, you know, chunk of code to deal with forms, right? So we got to pick one, one of those two template or reactive, and we got to roll with that, right? Um, but really, we're, identifying here that that you can solve you can do the form things without those two right you're not bound yeah. to using you're just not bound to it you're, you're not even bound to this because you can just put in values and and change if you want to do that you can you can just say okay um value is whatever and then um change which is basically what ng model does Uh, I was doing forms like this for, for the longest time because I didn't like the whole ng model and the whole other way of working. And so the idea being that, that look, we can exist in this, we can build Angular applications and, and, and build forms with a different way than just the template or reactive forms. There's, yes. you know, we can handle this other scenario. So, um, you know, and it's not that hard. Like, this is a, yeah. The coda that's behind this, uh, the fill form is, uh, I opened it somewhere. There's a little bit of complexity in here, but it's like 150 lines of code to fill the form and there is a load of empty space in there and comments. You scrolled away, I didn't read all of it. I just saw, surprisingly, this works. and <laughs> I didn't see the rest of the comments. <laughs> I love that. I love it. Surprisingly, this works Surprising for most of the this types. Works. Anything fancy, target that yeah. value. It, it, it's not fancy code. Oh, it, it's still scrolling over there. But the, the, it's like 150 lines of code with, a, with comments and all. This is all there is for the fill form thing. And yes, it doesn't uh, doesn't support subforms yet because I didn't program them. But that is not too hard 
it's not hard to add. And the same goes for the observable because that's observable form directive is also it's a little bit more complex, but it's also like 200 lines of code. So you, oh wait, is, that's 200 including your comments too, right? It'd be yeah. interesting to see the note without that because you have, have as many comments as, as code lines. Uh, so I'm interested to hear about, so your ng-conf talk, is it, can you elaborate a little bit more on like what you'll be diving into? Um, and you said that the code will be ready sometime in May. Um, and I'm yeah. assuming that code is and for- is in April. What are you talking about? Uh, March, no, no, it's April, May. May. Is it April? I'm just trying to panic, Sandra, for fun. Is it April? Wait, when is it? <laughs> I think it's May 3rd, May 1st through 3rd, I believe. Is that why you said May 2nd? Because it's the day before. <laughs> no, I said the second week of May. Oh. <laughs> Somehow there is a coincidence there. You're, yeah. you're I don't think sharp. that's going to work, you're sharp. You picked up a lot quickly. <laughs> Yeah, I will release the code uh, after after my talk, and I still need some time to make it more more mature. I'm also relay uh, also doing some Ivy stuff in here that's not really available uh, yet for the general public. Um, to be honest, the Ivy stuff is mostly in the decorator that pulls out a form observable because that's not possible without Ivy. Yeah, I was going to say, does the did you find that Ivy is allowing you to do some things that you might not have been able to do? Yeah, I, I, I'm not going to show you another thing because we are out of time, I think. But yeah, uh, Ivy allows me to do things that are not possible right now. That's terrible. He's teasing us again. Cool. I can do cool stuff. Y'all can't do it yet. Wait. Come back. Well, I mean, look, we only have an hour, so it's not I like <laughs> over. I think you might need to come back you, on the you show, Sander. Yeah, I, I might. I might. <laughs> he, was, he was testing the waters with us, right, to make sure, like, okay, I promise I'll be nicer next time. <laughs> Always ask questions to prep for the future. All right, well, uh, we're getting at the top of the hour. Uh, any last little bit you want to throw in here about this, or are we ready to move on to picks? Uh, they want to know where he's from. The Netherlands, Sander? I'm from the Netherlands, yeah. It's I'm like they Lid know you're Dutch. I'm, the Dutch I'm people Dutch. know the you're Dutch. Yeah, most people will hear my little bit of an accent and know I'm Dutch. Well, uh, we have someone watching uh, the show, actually, who's from the Netherlands, so that he was wondering if you guys were neighbors. <laughs> yeah, you should open the open the window and just wave outside. Say, uh, and just okay. holler Constantine Hold as loud as you can and see if he hears you. Oh my gosh, he's going to do it. Oh, not right now, you mean. <laughs> no, he's probably not my neighbor. The Netherlands is a little bit bigger than two houses. <laughs> not much, but a little bit. Uh, I'm, I'm living in a little city called Prinsenbeek. You had trouble pronouncing my name. Now go for that. Say it one more time. Prinsenbeek. Prinsenbeek. Close. Oh, Pascal's in the chat. Hi, I didn't Pascal. even know you were here, Pascal. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, let's get to some picks. <laughs> do, do everybody have picks today? Does everybody have picks today? I have yeah. two picks. All right, Bonnie, go ahead. 
Okay, my first pick is uh, at the NG Vikings CFP, which closes tomorrow. So y'all better get your hustle Yeah, get on in your talks. And, and, yes, and they'll be put, better than my talks. Yeah, so NG Vikings, get those CFPs done today. And if you've never done a conference before and you're scared, just do it for practice. It's okay. Uh, and then my second pick is NG Denver, which is amazing. I just got back from uh, Denver and I have the shirt for it. It was so exciting. Uh, you have plenty of time for the CFP, so uh, but still, go ahead and get her done uh, so you don't have to remember <laughs> later. Uh, I love when you, I love when you want, go Texan on us. <laughs> get her done. What Fergus wants me to ask you to say seven, seven. I, I can't say it. How do I say it, Fergus? I don't know. Ask him to say Chevin engine to prove that you're Dutch. Yep. I hope you can say it better than me. You know, maybe we want to like Google that first to make sure that that's oh, Scheveningen. <laughs> What's so difficult about Scheveningen? <laughs> I don't see the problem. <laughs> I like how they're they're testing you to see if you really are. Are you really Dutch? <laughs> I, he brings soup waffles every time I see him, so I'm that legit. I, waffles. You have that to right right strope waffles. Strope oh, yeah. waffles. He brings those. <laughs> they're delicious. I, I'm picking those. I yes, I, that's how I'm getting like... in things like this. <laughs> Wait, For because sure. of the waffles? Yeah, because yes. of the waffles. That's the only thing I do. They're like currency. They're, they're better than <laughs> cryptocurrency. What, uh, Alyssa, do you have any picks? No, I am pickless today. Okay, well, your pick is going to be your tweet that you're going to send out with the, all the other. With all of the, yes, <laughs> it shall be done. And oh, I, I will be so know, charming have, in there. I wanted to ask, Sandra, you don't have any uh, like links right now, right? You said the code's going to come out around NGComp time, so there's no tester codes that I can link to or anything, right? Yeah, I, I think I'm going to plug my talk on NGConf. Okay. We really need that Phil Forms directive, though. You show us this and don't give it to us, and that's just cruel and unusual. And I, But I think I should get an extra pick because Alyssa didn't have a pick. I'm going to pick our chat audience because they are in rare form today. <laughs> and I love our chat people because they're cracking me up over there. All right. My pick is probably actually like uh, Austin's pick. I'll, I'll throw it out there for him. Uh, is this uh, NG-VDOM uh, that got announced the other day? Uh, oh, that's cool. Yeah. Oh, is that the one? Go ahead. Sorry. That's the one. Yes, yeah. That's the one. yeah. That one, not the other one. You have to pick that one. Yes. That's a good pick. I wish I had thought of that. I forgot about that. That's genius, Justin. Can we, Justin, can we have an episode about that? I'm sure we can. I mean, we just need to get a guest for it. So um, we will uh, investigate and hopefully get an episode on that for sure. Because I think yes. that's an interesting topic. Oh, oh, I totally just thought of one. Well, because I saw it on Twitter. I don't know if that counts. But why are you on Twitter? We're on. We're live <laughs> on the air right now. What are you doing? <laughs> I'm trying to put the show notes together, Connie. <laughs> we love it. Uh, right. No, right, ng Apparently, that's the thing. Like the Angular team tweeted about it. And it's ng-shirt.com. All right, I'm going there right now. I'll see y'all later. Do it. It's a, it's one of those shoppes I see, not right. a shop. Yeah. Anyways, that is my t-shirt. <laughs> okay. Sonder, do you have any picks? No, sorry. All right, that's all I right. We had a so ton. I was so nervous coming up here, so I, I forgot everything. You were awesome, Sonder. Yeah, Thank that was you. great.
Thank, thanks again for sharing your time. We really appreciate it that you came on and uh, showed us this stuff and dropped some knowledge and got us thinking. So really appreciate it. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. That's a wrap. See everyone next time. Later. Later.